You're listening to episode 35 of the Empath Podcast. Welcome back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host, Robin, from the diaryofanempath.com. And today's episode is a welcome to September and what feels like fall. I know we're still in between seasons, it's still summer, but it is starting to feel chilly. And it's just the energy of fall is starting to creep in. And I think that's great because I love fall. I love the energy of fall. The summer into fall season is Virgo and Virgo is a do it sign. It's very much about making lists and having routines and not just wanting something but actively working towards it. And what's interesting in this current moment when I'm recording this is that we are still sitting under a full moon that's in Pisces and Many of you can probably relate because chances are you have a lot of Pisces if you're drawn to me and my work, but Pisces is the opposite of making a plan and following through, where Virgo would make a list and follow it to a T, so step one, step two, step three, step four, Pisces is making a list or resisting a list, not making a list, and just jumping down if she has to make a list to like number eight on the list and doing that because she feels like it. That's Pisces energy. And Virgo is again, the opposite. So it's saying, if you want to reach your goals, if you want to take this new identity that you've created over Leo season, where you stepped more and more into your worth, you're going to need to be disciplined with yourself and your step-by-steps and doing the tasks that have to be done to get where you want to go. Virgo energy is like a worker bee. It is the student. Like if you look at any imagery that someone might create for the zodiac signs, Virgo is often depicted with glasses or nerdy because it is about that student energy, that back to school energy. And I just, I love it because as much as I love to dream and have these good ideas and have these things I want for my life, it's really important to me to take action on them because I want to create the life that I want. I don't just want to dream about it. And that's a big thing that's coming up right now, just because we are under Pisces energy and we have the influence of Virgo saying, okay, you have these big ideas, but you're not following through lack of follow through or the need to follow through might be themes that are coming up for you. And It's just because Virgo really lends her hand to say, I'm going to give you the tools. I'm going to give you the energy. I'm going to give you the motivation to make these dreams reality. Virgo is an earth sign and it deals with processes, strategies, systems, step-by-steps, plans, mapping things out. It thrives with that. So what I wanted to talk about in today's episode was first just 
to wish you or, or hope that you had a beautiful summer. I took an entire month off. So if you're over on Instagram, you may have seen this, but I just decided that I needed time off. And it wasn't because I burnt out or anything like that. It was more just guidance. I got it during a sisterhood call back in the spring. We were just talking and I said, yeah, I'm going to take July 20th to August 20th off. And I was like, whoa, I didn't, that, that was not part of my plan at all. But it came out of my mouth and oftentimes when I say something, I know it's a message. In human design, I think I'm a verbal, I don't know what it is. Rubina over at the Grey Muse, she does human design if you're interested. But I, I have to like talk, I have to like say things to understand whether or not they're true. And a, a verbal processor, that might be it. And anyway, so I was saying that and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. So I asked my partner, I said, how do you feel about taking a month off and going on vacation? And it worked just with his schedule that he was able to do that. Everything aligned so perfectly. So we took a whole month off and it ended up being six weeks off. But we're just back now. We got home two days ago. And it was honestly the most nourishing thing. Being able to step away from work gave me space to really step into this next version of myself. I wrote about it on the blog, so I wasn't entirely away from work. I had an inspiration to write a blog post midway through because in Leo season, which was the summer, we really confront limits to what we feel we're worth or deserving of, and we push through them like that lion energy, and we say, you know what? I'm going to take up more space. I'm going to do things differently. And so for me, it was a lot of, though I wasn't like working on my computer, it was about working in my mind. It felt like brand chiropractic because I felt like I was just repositioning myself and putting things in the places where they had wanted to go, but I was so resistant to it and I was, I was so full of self-sabotage, which if you go to my blog and you read the blog post that I posted in July, it talks about self-sabotage and some of the ways that I self-sabotaged in order to inspire you to think differently about your actions or your inactions and whether they are really helping you or they're holding you back and if they have a purpose or if they're just old patterns that it's time to let go of. And I think it's an important post because a lot of times empaths will feel like if they don't have the energy for something, like it's not meant to be. That can be a scapegoat for a lot of us. Or for me, like I, I get really tired when I self-sabotage, when I need to do something that I, I have to do to, to move myself forward, I'll get so tired. And what I confronted during Leo season was like, I'm going to plow through this. When I'm tired, I'm going to push through. And instead of saying, oh, I'm tired, it's just not meant to be, it's being able to assess is that true or is this just self-sabotage? So I did a lot of inner work, but not as much external work. But now I'm back and I'm ready to move in the world physically from a new space of inner being. So a new identity. I'm ready to begin to take practical action in, in the world, which is that transition of Leo to Virgo. It's like, okay, you, you do that inner work, that self-worth work, collectively we do it and then we come out into the fall or into like summer into fall and we begin to take action so you might be feeling yourself in that space 
one way that I sabotaged, I caught myself actually in sabotage, was we were away, my partner and I and some family members were away at a cottage and I had three things I had to do while we were away. One of them was to take photos, a very specific photo for the new Empath and Business sales page. And the universe, it was such a manifestation story because the designer who was working with me on the Empath and Business rebrand she picked out some photo images, some imagery, I should say, that aligns with the new brand. So types of photos that I needed to take, and then I needed to take my creative spin on those and do them in my own way, like within my lane and what I'm drawn to so that it's really authentic to me. And one of the photos involved this piece of mirror because a lot of empaths and business, the brand, the program is around self-reflection, but it's creating a business from the inside out. It's confronting why you don't feel worthy of being a business owner. It's confronting why you don't feel worthy of receiving money. And it's a lot of moving through that stuff before you ever take physical action in the world, which is a beautiful echo to what I was just saying. And one of the images I needed to have a mirror in my hand and I thought okay I have this mirror from my makeup bag that I could use but anyway we got to this cottage and there was a piece of mirror that was like really weathered from the beach and it was so beautiful and I'm really into aged mirrors right now I think it is a design trend but I'm I'm really into this idea of like worn, lived experience, embodiment, rather than coming from a space of like, I'm an expert. It's like, no, I've lived this. My experience in this is is worn. Like I've, I've worn that experience. That's just like an energy and it's an energy that we've tied into the EIB brand. Anyway, the mirror was perfect. So that was just an example of the universe giving me exactly what I needed, telling me like, you're on track here. You're going to make these beautiful photos and it's all going to work out. But what happened was we mapped out, okay, we're going to do the photo at sunset on one of the days that we were there because the beach was super close. We're like, we're going to run down to the beach at sunset and we're going to take the photo with this piece of mirror and it's going to be beautiful. And what happened was right before we were supposed to go, I think we were supposed to go at seven, I got really tired, like unbearably tired, and it was in my bones tired, and I just laid down, and where the cottage was situated, you could hear the waves coming in the window, and the sun was shining, and the, the like I had a blanket, and it was so comfy, and I was just laying there, and I was like, oh, I don't want to move, like I don't want to take these photos, like I'm just going to have a nap, and so I started to have a nap, and I kept waking up being like, I have to take the photos. And then I would be like, no, I'm just going to have a nap. And then I was like, I have to take the photos. Like, no, I'm just going to have a nap. And then I was like, you know what? I don't need the photos. And that is alarm bells going off in my mind. Because when I say I don't need something that I know I need, and I know it's going to move me forward, and I know it's a step in the process of moving me forward, and it's something that's so perfectly prepared like it's not like I have to do anything difficult I have to run down to the beach with this mirror I found like it's not a hard thing but when I say no like I'm not gonna do it I don't need it that's all sabotage and so I was telling my partner I was like I'm just too tired like let's do it tomorrow and he looked at me and said 
no, sir. <laughs> like we're doing it today. And I was like, I can't, I can't get up. And I was just so tired. I don't know how to explain the tiredness, but it was like in my bones. And anyway, him and my sister, he came over and he's like, Rob, you're getting up. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. And then my sister's like, I'm doing your makeup and we're going to the beach. So she grabbed my makeup bag and she did my makeup and we ran down to the beach and it ended up being so beautiful. And I, I got this little rock on my way back from the beach and I took it with me just to remember that moment because I could have sabotaged myself. I was sabotaging myself, but I moved forward and I did it because I had support and I had awareness that that's what I was doing. Without awareness of self-sabotage, I would have just not done the photo and I would have been like, oh, like I'll make it work with something else or like, you know, I'll do it another time and I would have missed out on this perfect sunset on this perfect piece of mirrored glass and this perfect moment with my partner and my sister and the perfect photo. So I'm glad I didn't self-sabotage. I'm glad I had the support. But I want to tell that story in the case that you feel similar or you're becoming aware of your sabotage patterns. We talk sabotage in depth in Empaths and Business. And if you were in the last round, you are probably chuckling at that because we talked, one of the groups, I think it was the Sunday group, we talked about self-sabotage and, and not moving through, not moving forward and getting stuck in our old beliefs. We talked about it so much, but it's such a critical piece because what is a business or what is the life that you want? It is accumulation of small steps forward. And if you're not taking those steps because you're sabotaging in super creative ways, your brain's creative, it will do things creatively. It makes me tired. That's very believable. I'm like, well, I am tired. I've been doing a lot. I've been out in the sun. Like maybe I will do it tomorrow. Self-sabotage is so convincing. But really where it comes from is a belief that I can't have what I want to go forward. I can't have a beautiful brand or I can't have a successful program or I can't have you know, the partner that I want or whatever it might be. It's all different for all of us. But it's a very unconscious thing. Every time you plow through that and you say, not today, I'm moving forward, you grow your self-trust and you grow your self-worth. But it doesn't come naturally to a lot of us who have been taught or reaffirmed to that we aren't important or we're not worth what we want or dreams are hard or whatever stories we might be carrying from childhood and adolescent and and also adulthood. This came up for me as I was working through my Leo self-worth stuff this summer and creating the blog post for you guys is that a lot of empaths end up in toxic relationships in early adulthood or even adulthood and they wither us down to having very low self-worth. And so that also influences us. It's not just what we pick up in childhood. We could have great childhoods and end up in a toxic abusive relationship and learn to see ourselves from a very negative lens and learn to believe that we can't have what we want and we're not deserving, we're not valuable. And so we have to confront this sabotage and where it comes from and know how to move through it with grace. And that's a rant I did not intend to go into in this episode, but it feels important. We are under that Pisces full moon. Pisces is all about sabotage. <laughs> Um, because it's about 12th house, it's about limiting beliefs, and Virgo saying, no, no, let's keep moving forward, let's push ourselves forward. 
But what I did want to talk about in this episode is how I'm preparing for fall and some of the routines that I'm doing as I come into my Empaths and Business launch. So Empaths and Business goes live October 16th. That's when we're starting. Early enrollment opens on Friday, so September 4th. And you might notice if you follow over on Pinterest or if you've checked out the EIB site that I'm starting to leak some of the new branding. Let me know if you've checked it out. I'm going to do a whole episode on, on the whole process of it and how we came up with the concepts and the symbolism of it because, I mean, I'm all about symbolism and intentionality and there's so much intention in the brand and all of my brands you know the website and the podcast but the CIB I think would be really fun to show you in behind the scenes or just share with you some of the things and why we have them there so it might inspire you if you're working to build a brand so subscribe so you don't miss that episode it will come out soon within the next couple of weeks so a few things that I am doing to settle into this new season And not just a season in terms of summer, fall, but a new season in my own life, in my business, in my career, and just identity. So the very first thing that I've been doing as I step into this new version of myself and the new version of Empaths and Business and this launch season is to get really clear on a theme or one word to ground the energy, a word that I can return to. So I do this at the beginning of every year. So 2020 is about a home, 2019 was about self-worth, and 2018 was safe and secure. So in 2018, it was about money mindset, learning to be an entrepreneur. 2019, self-worth was about coming into the worth, being able to hold the money that I was creating. And just self-worth in general, I left a lot of toxic situations behind, toxic places, toxic people, toxic partners in 2019 because I was stepping into worth. So the word worth really grounded me. And when I I came up to a decision or I I had to move in a direction, I would return to that word. And a lot of lessons came up around that word because that's manifestation. When we choose, we're going to work on something. So in 2019, it was self-worth. When I chose that, it was like the universe flooding me with lessons around self-worth and lessons that I'm passing tests on now. It's like I've, I've learned those lessons and can I apply those lessons? But 2020 is about home and it's been really beautiful to watch it unfold, that theme. One way was with my apartment, with my partner. We've been slowly working at it. We're putting in floors and I'm painting and it's just, it's really becoming a cozy home. Another way it's coming up is within the homes I'm creating with my work I'm really wanting to create safe spaces with this podcast this community or the EIB program it's like this this sense of creating home so home and coming home coming home to values like our values are really our home so I've been thinking and reflecting a lot on my values this year as it relates to who I am and who I want to be in the world and the work I want to do and the legacy I want to leave behind. It's coming home to myself. And I've written the word home in a lot of my 
my work this year because it's it's this theme. I chose the word home and so I'm healing around what is home. Physically, what is a home and internally, what's home. But something I do at the beginning of every season is ground a word. So whether that season be a year long, like a physical year, or a season of summer, winter, fall. But this season, the word that I came up with was essentials. And so I'm filtering everything that I'm doing through that word. And that word's keeping me grounded. That word's on my fridge. That word's on my phone. And anytime I'm at a space of, of like, what do I need to do here? What's the right direction in this moment? I come back to the word. And I come back to the essence of the word, which is clarity and getting really clear and being streamlined and, and only doing what needs to be done and nothing too fluffy or nothing overcompensating none of that and one of the ways that this is showing up is through our dinners so both my partner and I are in very busy seasons these next couple of weeks as it relates to work and something we both don't like to do when we're busy is make dinner so we've come up with a plan that Virgo energy that we're going to eat the same things for the next seven weeks, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we've just mapped out a a simple schedule of the most simple and efficient things that we can be eating that are nutritious, that doesn't take a lot of time and doesn't take a lot of cleanup. For example, like tonight is Wednesday. So it's it's roasted vegetables and a side, so quinoa or couscous or something. And that's going to be our every Wednesday. It's going to be roasted vegetables tomorrow Thursdays is a soup so it takes out a lot of thinking overthinking can really zap your energy and just take up a lot of time that you don't have when you're busy so for me and for us this season is like okay one of the ways that we're gonna just go drop into the essentials is to streamline our dinners another way is with clothing I went through all of my clothing and I've picked out like five shirts I think that I'm going to wear to just eliminate a lot of the overthinking of like, what should I wear and the indecision. It's time consuming, it's energy consuming, and it's just not part of the essentials. So I have my essentials, the clothes that I love to wear, and everything else is packed away. And then another example is with my sales page for EIB. I have gone through it, I've combed through it, and I've really just looked for essentials. Does it say what it needs to say so people know what they're purchasing? And same with my launch plan. I was like, okay, what do I need to be communicating? How do I need to be marketing? But what can I cut out? Like what's actually not impactful to me or my audience or the people who are going to purchase? And just going through and being very, very intentional and streamlined, chopping what doesn't need to be there. Another essential is when I'm working late at night, when I think about the word essentials, it's our sleeping, eating, you know, having showers. So I can't work till 2 a.m. I need to be sleeping. It's essential. And so it, it really focuses your energy. So that's my word. It's essentials. Yours might be very different. But I do encourage you to, to ask yourself, like, what word is governing me this season? And ground into it and use it as your compass because that will help you stay aligned. It will help you stay on track. My spirit, all it wants to do is keep things simple. Even this morning, I picked the vulture card from an animal deck. And the vulture card is all about picking things dry and just leaving what matters. 
kind of gruesome, but it very much relates with this energy that I'm in of only the essentials. Something else that has really helped me this season was a skill, I guess, a tool, a resource that my partner taught me. So something he does, he's a creative entrepreneur and he he also is an employee. So he has the two things going. And what he noticed was that he wasn't treating his creative business with the same respect that he was creating his projects at his work as an employee. And it's because he didn't have someone to be accountable to. So this is something that freelancers or artists, creatives, healers really struggle with. We can let that side of us try to run our business and that doesn't work because it's two different energies. You need the the artisan in you, but you also need the manager in you to keep you on track, to keep you doing what you have to do in your business. So he found that it worked or it helped him to be accountable to something. So he created a separate identity or like a sub identity an email address that was a manager so it was him it was him on email but he called it the manager and what he would do is when he came to a stuck place in his business so if it was a morning and he's like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now which is something a lot of us can relate with he would email the manager which was himself and he would say what up today like what do you need done today and then the manager would write back from a ceo perspective who holds the vision of the company and knows what needs to be done would say this is what needs to be done one two three and then the artist in him would get that email and then he would be again to, to work towards those things from his artist perspective or creative perspective and it just really helped him to differentiate and so I adopted it because one day he was going through a moment of like not sureing, not sureing, of not knowing what he needed to do. And he was just talking about something and he's like, you know what? I'm going to email a manager. I was like, you're what? Your manager? And, he, and then he told me about it and I thought that was fascinating. So I tried it the next day. I had a Google Doc that was a bunch of launch copy. And I felt like the artist in me, the person who wants to make a beautiful piece, the creative, the healer, was kind of getting off track with what needed to be on the page when it came to selling and sales and marketing. And so what I did is I went into that Google Doc under a different email address. I did what he did, create an account. And I wrote as if I was the CEO of a company, which I am. But I don't, by default, identify with that. I identify with being a healer. So it really helped to pull me back because that manager was able to hold the bigger vision. Like, okay, you need this many people enrolled to reach this goal to be able to do this in your business and to grow in this way. And so it was able to bring that perspective and really fine-tune what the artist self or the artist me or the creative me was putting on the page. I don't know where you'll go with that. You can take it and do whatever you need. You can leave voice messages to your manager, which is you if you're in business, but it really did help to be accountable and and to have a different perspective because 
in business, you're playing with all these different identities, especially at the beginning. You are your bookkeeper. You are the visionary. You are the person who actually carries out the tasks, like admin type of work. You are the designer. You are the copywriter. You are the videographer. You are the photographer. You are all of these things, the marketing expert, like the social media marketing or whatever your business might be, but you're all of these identities and and it's important that they all have a voice because they all need to be there and, and lend their specific voices. So the artist needs to have a voice, but so does the CEO. All of these identities need to exist and you are the keeper of all those identities because you are the, the, the one person show. So anyway, I, I thought that was really fascinating. I outsource a lot of things that are not within my field of expertise now but something I do still work with is being the CEO of my company and being a healer and letting myself embody those different identities to get the work done and move forward with my goals was was cool and so I, I still adopt that tool. Another thing that I've been doing in this season is wearing garnet. So garnet I started to feel a pull to garnet back in maybe June and I put it on my manifestation list. I said I want to manifest the perfect garnet stone. I have the intention of turning all my jewelry into like a capsule of like true stones. So anything I've picked up along the way that's not true stone is being circulated out of my jewelry collection and I, I only want to have genuine stones and I want them to be very intentional finds so I got aquamarine earrings a couple months ago I got amber earrings a couple months ago and the next thing I wanted to get was a garnet so I put it out there and I, I ended up finding it and I love it so much but I've been wearing it and garnet is a powerful stone, especially for the root chakra, staying grounded and getting things done. It's a very, very rooted stone. It's also somewhat fiery, but it's not like quick burning fire. It's like slow burning fire. So I've been wearing it and I do find that it really helps. So incorporating stones in that way is really helpful. So maybe you're in a season of healing and you might want something like an aquamarine. It's a very soothing energy, aquamarine. Other stones, if you're in a season of learning to protect yourself, if you need to be setting boundaries this season, maybe a black onyx or a smoky quartz could be stones that you could work with. But I know for me, garnet is definitely the energy of like moving forward, getting things done, and and just staying ambitious. When I look at Garnet, I think about ambition, like a healthy ambition, uh, a wanting to move forward. And along the line of jewelry, something that we did this summer was my sister found a piece of gypsum and gave it to my partner. And he made it into a jewelry holder. And gypsum stone is a clearing stone. It's also a balancing stone. So it keeps you very steady and it helps with your thoughts. So helping you move through limiting thoughts. So I just thought gypsum stone coming into my life in that way was really cool. And now it's all carved out and it's a jewelry holder. So I'm putting all my true jewelry or my true stones in my gypsum stone and they're charging every night. So it's another way that I'm intentionally clearing my energy and only keeping essentials. So only keeping the jewelry that I love, the, the true stone jewelry and keeping it clear from impurities. 
A final thing I'm doing this season is I have a work schedule. Often I flow and that works for me in a lot of seasons, but this season I'm very much being called to going to work as if I was an employee. So I've been self-employed since 2017 and I've gone through the ups and downs of of learning self-discipline. And in this season, one of the ways I'm embodying self-discipline is by having a start time for work. So working at noon and then working till whenever I finish my tasks for the day. So I'm not putting an end time on it, but I am putting a start time on it. And to help with that shift, I am dressing up for work. So wearing my the clothes that I mentioned earlier in the episode, those essentials. And when I'm talking to anyone, it's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go to work. So I got to go to work, even though I'm only going to my kitchen table or I'm going, staying in my bed with my computer. I'm saying I'm going to work and I'm starting work at 12. And it's been putting up this barrier, this, this strong barrier of this is work time and anything before that can flow. But at 12 o'clock I start. And when you make a change like that, when you do something that's different than the way you've done it, you shift paradigms. It's really healthy or it's like effective for you if you're trying to get out of ruts, old ways of being, to create a new habit or a new behavior. Back in 2018, when I decided to stop falling into hustle mentality and, and actually learn how to run a business, I chose to switch out coffee for chamomile tea every morning so instead of drinking my regular coffee i drank tea and that was a paradigm shift that was a a habit shift that really differentiated old me from new me because old me bought into hustle culture and like i had to work really hard to to make it and working really hard clearly wasn't working and so I chose to change that and to challenge that belief it's like okay something is amiss here because it's not about the work I'm doing the work and I'm, I'm not creating money so this isn't working so I decided I was going to challenge that work hard for your money or begin to challenge that and one of the ways was by having softer mornings having a really gentle tea rather than strong coffee And this is why changing your clothes or getting haircuts, when people go through breakups, they often get their hair cut. It's because you're changing paradigm. You're doing something that's different than what you did before. When you do that, it's like you tell your, your body, your system, your being that things are different now. And whether you do that consciously or not, doing it consciously can be a very effective tool for change. So this season, I'm doing what I haven't done before, which is looking at the time, seeing, okay, I have an hour to get ready for work. I'm going to get ready for work, but I have to be at work at 12, even though work is my kitchen table. And that's shifting my paradigm. And of course, in a couple months, this will change, but that's what I need right now, especially coming out of summer and having no schedule whatsoever. This is telling my system that things are different now. So ways you can do that again is like haircuts, changing clothes. If you look at artists, oftentimes when they release new albums, they come out with a whole new theme, a whole new way of being because they're switching paradigms. Um, You could do it with changing out your mug, drinking from a different mug. Maybe you had store-bought mugs and now you're going to go get a handmade ceramic mug and that's how you're changing your paradigm or maybe you always wear eyeliner and in this season of life you're not going to wear that anymore you're just going to wear mascara 
taking different types of photos, if you have a brand, changing the photos that you take or the type of photos that you take, changing the font that you use, doing something that tells your system things are different now is very, 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 very effective. So I'm gonna leave you here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with anyone who you know who may be going through some of these themes and topics that we've moved through. And also, I always am so grateful for your reviews. Reviews get the podcast out to new people. It tells the podcast platforms that my podcast is important and it's helpful. And therefore, it sends it out to new people, new listeners. So if there's any way you can give back to me as someone who is listening and consuming this content, it would be to leave a review. And then other than that, I want to know how you've been, how your summer's been, and how you're preparing for fall. You can screenshot this episode and let me know over on Instagram. I'm at the Diary of an Empath. You can send me a message over on Instagram at the Diary of an Empath. As much as I love sharing my journey and the things that I pick up and the tools that I'm learning, I love to hear from you too. So let me know. How was your summer? How are you preparing for fall? And I will see you in the next episode.